Hello and welcome to the Just Keep Thriving podcast. This is the podcast helping you step into your power by owning your expertise, fully embodying your mission, and rising to the next level of entrepreneurship to help the world thrive while you create your massive impact and, of course, your income. I'm beyond excited to have you here, so let's dive into today's episode. Hello, lovely humans, and welcome back to the podcast. It has definitely been a few weeks, I think two or three weeks since I've been on here, and I missed you guys. Today has been a massively creative-focused day, and I've just been filming for some courses, um, creating content, doing some audits of my content and courses, and all of those things, and I was like, fuck, I haven't done a podcast in a while. And it's been on my list, but it's kind of just one of those things that has like just been getting pushed, pushed back. So yes, even when you have a multiple six-figure business, (laughs) it happens. (laughs) And I truly believe that it happens to everybody, but some people don't really share that as business coaches, you know, but I'm here to be real with you guys and invite you fully into my life. With that being said, I have some exciting stuff coming up. I'm creating a mindset course for people who want to build multiple six-figure businesses off of really just thriving. So if this word thriving really, really, really resonates with you, and if having a multiple six-figure business that is also thriving um, is something that you want, this mindset course is going to be epic. It's going to be like moderately priced, more on the cheaper side, anywhere between like 200 and 350 dollars and you'll get lifetime access to it it's going to be packed 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 with all the mindset shifts all of the mindset um, things that we need to really grow our impact and trust ourselves because this shit is not easy let me tell you even when you're in flow even when you're in an, in alignment and clients are coming, clients are getting epic results, and you're selling things, and your income is skyrocketing, like, it's still a lot to manage. (laughs) It's a lot to manage. My mentor, Amanda Bucci, yesterday um, was talking about how she's like, I'm 25 years old, have a team of, I don't know, like five or six, and have a seven-figure business. Like, that's a lot. (laughs) That's a lot. There's a lot of clients to handle. Even at my level, I have about 20 plus clients across like all my groups. Um, I have a team of five or six. I think we just expanded to six right now. I keep losing track. Um, but I think we're at six or seven, something like that. Um, and it's just a lot of platforms to manage and a lot of clients to manage. And it requires a lot of emotional regulation from me to not make, you know, irrational and reactive decisions and just be able to support my clients and still provide massive amounts of free content and manage people and organize and live and eat. <laughs> you know, it's just a lot. So. I want to let you know that if this doesn't feel easy, (laughs) it's because it's okay. It's okay if it's not easy. There are some things that are just difficult, you know, and there's this word like easy being thrown around, especially a lot in the spiritual community. 
um, spiritual entrepreneur community. And like, yes, things get to be easy when you decide that they're easy. Yes, when you are in alignment, things feel way easier. However, there's also a lot of times where we just need to sit down and like do the things and like grit it out and write the emails and write the content and record podcasts after recording like five other videos and (laughs) that was my day today um and you know there's just some things that we don't like to do and that's okay so at a certain level you can start to just delegate the shit that you don't want to do but it doesn't mean that it doesn't need to get done right and when I say need it's just as long as it's something that you actually need to get done and that's helping you grow your impact right versus like something that somebody tells you that you need to do. If you haven't noticed on my Instagram, I have been really honing in on helping you guys understand um, how to adopt your own strategies in business, regardless if you're my direct client or not. Because what I see people struggle with is that they just do the things because they think they have to do them, which I have been totally guilty of that. And when you do things just because you feel like you have to, like the energy doesn't align with anybody, your ideal clients with you, et cetera, et cetera. And so it's just really important to have your own discernment around what you need to get to the next level and not lose your trust. I had a client reach out to me and said that she feel like she gave all of her power to me. Right. And there's a lot of times that we do that. We think somebody else is better at something than us, which like they, they might have a greater skill set. We all have greater skill sets in some things than other people, right? But that doesn't mean that you should ditch all of the things that you know and you believe to be true and just listen to that person. That's not what coaching is, right? It's like your client coming to you and saying they really, really love this food and they really, really want to eat it. And you're like, oh, well, it's high in saturated fat. It's, you know, higher in carbohydrates too. I don't know what food that would be, but we're just going to go with it. Maybe it's a, a recipe. Like there's certain things that you necessarily wouldn't recommend to like normally consume, but it doesn't mean that that client can't have it when they want it, right? And so it's always just important to try the strategies, do the strategies, and then assess and like see what feels what feels good and what worked and why, right? Just because something works doesn't mean you absolutely have to do it, but it's also not the smartest like not to do it, right? <laughs> For example, email marketing. Email marketing is something that is a common thread among a lot of entrepreneurs that we don't fucking like to do, right? And so for my last launch, I contracted somebody to do my emails and I think they were really great they just didn't produce and it's not that they didn't produce because she sucked they were actually really good it's that it didn't produce because that's not where my audience currently is buying from and it's not somewhere that I want to continue focusing my energy to sell but it is something that I get to focus my energy to nurture my leads right So I'm still going to email market. However, I'm going to find systems in my business where maybe I'm not writing the direct email, but um, I have other people transcribe trainings of mine and things like that in order to create emails off of it. So therefore, I don't have to write the email myself unless I want to. 
and other people can actually take my wording and make an email off of it, which is a lot of what one of my VAs do. Right. So at the end of the day, email marketing is super important. Learning the techniques to sell is super important and you get to choose and mix and match what works best for you. Right. So with all of my mindset talk, with all of my multiple six figure entrepreneur talk, all of those things, what I want you to take away from this podcast and all of the things that I've been talking about is that you get to determine your business you get to determine the vibe of your business. You get to determine your zone of genius where you are only doing the things that you feel really good with. And everything else can be like outsourced. And if it's not working, you can just delete it, right? So at the end of the day, like trust yourself. And so today I really wanted to get into the mindset behind becoming a successful multiple six-figure entrepreneur because... Yes, the strategies are so important, but the strategies will not work if you do not believe, if you do not trust yourself, if you do not make them your own, right? I've worked with multiple seven-figure business coaches before, and they don't have the answers for me. (laughs) They don't have the answers for me. They can teach me what they know, and I don't do a lot of it either because it just isn't something that I want to focus my energy on. It's not appropriate for me, but... Sometimes we have to do the things and try and learn first and then reassess, right? A lot of times, like, I just need to do it for myself and see what the outcome would be. And then I decide, like, okay, that worked and okay, that didn't, right? So at the end of the day, you build your business the way that you want it to run. You build your business the way that you want to feel, the way you want your life to look, not in the future, but right now. Right? And it's really, really important to own. So when it comes to building a multiple six-figure business, whether you're at the beginning stages or like you've already made six figures, we still get to practice these certain things that I have written down. I guess we'll call them the framework of my current mindset of how I got here and the things that I know I struggled with and all that stuff. So let's get into it. First thing is follow through with your intentions. Follow through with what you say you're going to do. Just follow through and stick to it. Now, with that being said, we get to also discern like, oh, okay, this isn't going to make me feel good to do that today because of X, Y, and Z. For example, I have a mastermind call uh, in like 20 minutes with like the mastermind that I'm in. And I don't think I'm going to go to it. I've just been like kind of exhausted today, kind of tired and I just think it'll do me better to really detach from work. And so, yes, I can go. Yes, I'm sure I'll get a massive value out of it. And I also get to discern what I need right now. Right? And if I asked my coach, what she would probably tell me, Amanda, is like, oh, if you want to take off, that's perfectly fine. Like, you do you. You only know what you need. Right? So follow through with what you say you're going to do. Follow through with the contract. Follow through with showing up for your clients. Follow through with the live trainings you say you're going to do. Follow through with the podcasts <laughs> that you say you're going to do. Just do the things. And understand when something's not feeling right and sit back and say, why? Why am I not feeling good with this? What am I making it mean, right? 99.9% of the time, the thing itself is not the problem. It's what we are making it mean about us that, you know, 
the thing didn't go the way that we planned, whether it was the launch, whether it's a piece of content, et cetera, et cetera. For example, I've been shifting the focus of my content into my content into mindset. I've also been shifting the focus from um, more like direct uh, recommendations to just more mindset shifts and the mindset behind being a multiple six-figure entrepreneur. And I've never really talked the way that I'm currently talking. I've never really shared the things that I'm currently sharing. I've never really created content that way. So it's a whole learning experience for me. And it's taking a little bit of time to catch up with my audience and, you know, get the same engagement, grow, blah, blah, blah. So I can sit here and be like, oh, you suck ass at content, Johnny. Or I can say, wow, um, the shift is definitely a struggle for people to catch up with. And how can I bridge the gap a little bit easier for them? How can I make this more digestible for them? Right? But it doesn't mean I'm not going to follow through with talking about mindset. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to follow through with trying the new strategies that I have mapped out for myself. We have to try the things. We have to follow through with what we say we're going to do. So show up for yourself first and foremost. Following through isn't necessarily like, oh, someone's going to know if I don't post. Or it isn't necessarily like, oh, I'm going to look bad to my mastermind group if I don't show up to this call. It's what the things I'm making it mean about myself, right? About the fact that, oh, I'm exhausted. I shouldn't be exhausted. This should be easy. I'm doing this wrong. Like, no, I actually just get time to take for myself, right? So it's showing up for yourself and knowing what your values are. I talk about this all the time on the podcast, knowing what your values are and living by them. For example, one of my big, 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 (laughs) um, value is to always come back to a feeling of thriving. If it's not helping me thrive, it's, if it's not helping me build my business, if it's not helping me build my impact, if it's not making me happier, if it's not making me more connected to myself, healthier, et cetera, et cetera, then the answer is no, <laughs> right? If it's not a fuck yes, it's a fuck no. And I can come down to that realization because I know what the word thriving means for me. Right, So I get to follow through with the things that help me thrive versus just following through because I have to. And I'm going to follow through with using my new content strategy because it's really, really important for me to shift from the old one that I was doing, even though it was doing well. I actually really didn't like the types of pictures I was using and stuff like that. I was just really like bored with it. Right, So I get to experiment now and I get to experiment with how I'm sharing my messaging right? So always follow through. Don't give up. Don't back down. Don't shift. Just follow through. And I learned this with my last launch where I kept extending it and I kept extending it because there were different things happening in my life and I lost my godmother and I lost all of these things. And like things were really, really difficult in my life. We moved and stuff like that. So looking back on it, I could have just closed cart when I had said I closed cart with the amount of people that I got into it. And then moved on with my life and just followed through with that plan, right? Looking back, I realized that it was something that I just wanted to push myself through to see if I can get more people and all of those things. And we had a massive amount of interest. My DMs were fucking literally blowing up. We had a few people apply, but most of you just DM me. And a lot of people just weren't ready. They weren't even sure 
what type of business they actually wanted. And so I've signed people on to my group coaching program like that before, and it never turns out well for the relationship when people are unsure. Like the person that I want to work with, at least in a group setting, has to be really, really sure of what type of business they want, of what type of coach they want, right? And that's what's going to help everyone else thrive. That's what's going to help my coaching thrive. That's that's what's going to help my business thrive. So we had about eight or nine applicants who wanted to hop on the phone and were ready to invest, but were just not good fits. And so, yes, I could have sold them. Yes, I could have pushed them, all of those things, but they weren't even sure what they wanted. And that's not a person that I wanted to bring on given the current group of people that I had already signed up. I want to stay really, really true to that, right? Another part of my um, values is integrity. And when I stay, sorry, I'm choking. I was eating salad before this, but (coughs) excuse me. When I stay in integrity with the things that make me thrive and the life that I want to live and own my power and own myself, then everything else just falls into place, right? And staying in integrity in my business means not just taking on people who I can take on just because I could sell them to make the money. It means taking on people who are actually, actually, actually a good fit. And it's really, really important for me to keep the vibe of my group, right? So follow through with what you say you're going to do. And then when you don't, and then you look back on something like my launch, I'm like, oh, okay, I see that I should have just followed through and moved on, right? You just get to continuously learn, right? It was like the universe was telling me like, hey, close your launch, serve these people. There's something else coming for you because the people who actually applied and who reached out to me weren't ready, right? You just get to learn that. Granted, now I'm signing on some one-on-one clients and I have some room for one-on-one clients and it's amazing, but it's all about what we make it mean, right? I was making it mean something if I actually close my launch with the people that we had. I think we have five or six people right now, right? And not the 15, that was my goal. And that's okay. That's perfectly, perfectly okay, right? It's better to have the right people in the group than have a bunch of people who just like are gonna like not follow through with things because they're not sure. A lot of people were saying that they like might start a job and they weren't sure, but they wanted to try this. And I was like, no, 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 no. I want people in here who are fucking excited and who know that entrepreneurship is for them, know that this program is for them. All right. So define what those values are for you. Maybe it's integrity, maybe it's thriving, et cetera, et cetera. And follow through with your decisions based off of those values. Another massive mindset, multiple six-figure mindset um, hack, I guess, is, is always, always aim to thrive in your life. Always aim to thrive in your life. When you're searching for the answer outside of you, and like, yes, there's strategies that you might not know and you can learn and stuff like that, that exists. And when something's just not feeling right, when your launch isn't going right, when you're creating content that doesn't feel good or like it's not hitting well or something like that. And you're like doing this strategy. Always look back and ask yourself, am I thriving? I did this with the client during her launch. Um, she was part of the last rise and thrive group. And now she's a one-on-one client and she 
was just launching and doing all the things. And it was like 6 p.m. her time. And she messaged me. She's like, yeah, I'm about to go have lunch. And I was like, lady, why didn't you eat lunch? <laughs> she's like, oh, I just like worked through lunch. She's like, oh, okay. She's like, yeah, now I'm starving. Yeah. <laughs> it's a thing. We get to thrive in our life to thrive in our business. And I have a whole podcast on this and what this means in further depth. But whenever something hasn't been adding up in my business, it's always because something's like not thriving in my life, either my health, I'm not eating enough, I'm not having sex, like all the things that I determine to like help me thrive. Right. So it's not just about the strategy. Hence, we're talking all about mindsets, but you also get to really, really focus on thriving um, in your life and define what that is. Right? You guys have heard me talk about the thrive list before. Implement it. Use it every single day. It's a phenomenal tool that I love, love, love to use. The next mindset hack is service always, always focus on service. Everything you do, you are posting content to serve, you are selling to serve, you are showing up in your group to serve, you are DMing people to serve. Service always, service means impact, right? Sales means impact. They're all the same thing. It's just a way to grow your impact, right? I go on this podcast to impact the people who are listening. I think we have like 500 listeners already and it's amazing, right? So at the end of the day, always lead with service and lean into abundance. So show up with that mindset of service and lean into the abundance of just everything that's out there. There's an abundant amount of everything. And sometimes social media makes it seem like there's not, you know, and everybody else is doing the same thing that you that you are. So like you're in this little social media bubble. But at the end of the day, there's enough money, enough clients, enough of everything to go around to everybody. So lead with service always, but always lean into abundance as well. Abundance is something that I know is really, really difficult to accept into your life when you, you know, might be feeling like you don't have a lot of money, when you have a lot of debt, when you don't have clients coming in or you have, you know, whatever, you're barely hitting 5k or even 10k or whatever, like that feeling of abundance doesn't come once you have more money and have clients flowing in easily. Right? It it's a state of being that we get to lean into in order to attract more people in order to not act out of desperation. You know those like douchey business coach lines where it says like, oh, your ideal client could smell your, um, what's the word, can smell your desperation from a mile away or through the phone. And like, number one, that's really mean and I don't think anybody should be saying that. Number two, at the end of the day, like desperation is a feeling that we have all, all, all felt whether we had no clients or a hundred clients. It's a feeling that overcomes us when we feel overwhelmed. It's a feeling that comes to us and it kind of just like takes over when the launch isn't doing the thing that you want it to do. And you're like, ah, they smell my desperation. Like, okay, no, they don't. <laughs> no, they don't. No one's smelling anything. And 
it's just a, a sign for you. It's like a red flag, like, hey, pay attention to me. Something's not feeling right for me. Because the launches that go, eff- I don't want to say effortlessly because they require effort, but like more effortlessly than others are the ones that you feel the best in, the ones where you are so excited about the service you're providing. Just like me with my mindset course, me with Rise and Thrive, me with my content to sales blueprint. Like I am so, 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 so passionate about all of them. And I'm so lit up to talk about them. Right? At the end of the day, that abundance is there. Instagram has massive amounts of people. There's so many other platforms for you for you to use as well. Right? And once you're reaching the 510k mark, I highly recommend to use other platforms like a thousand percent to reach other listeners and to nurture your audience the more touch points you have with people the um, more likely they are to pay you the more opportunities they have to listen and learn from you and get coached by you right so lead with service and lean into abundance every single day of your life there's so many people out there and the right clients are there for you, right? You don't have a service that nobody needs. I highly doubt you built a service that nobody needs, right? But your mindset around feeling that desperation, like, ah, there's not enough, is a choice. It's a choice for you to prioritize those thoughts because we all have them over leaning into abundance. And it's like a muscle. The more you practice it, the more you, you know, just think of the abundance and practice leaning into that abundance, the more abundance flows to you, right? Next is focus on what you do have. This is a massive tip. I keep saying everything is massive, but this is a massive tip that I recommend to include in your life always, whether you're on a health journey and trying to lose weight, whether you are, or, you know, just trying to get healthier, whatever, Um, whether you are creating a new program and you're like, ah, whether you're just starting out on Instagram, whether you're like, oh, I need more followers, whatever the thing is, or I need more money. When we focus on the things we don't have, we get more of what we don't have. When we focus on what we do have, we get more of that, right? Where our energy goes or where our focus goes, energy flows, right? From Tony Robbins. So focus on what you do have. When you start saying like, oh, I only got this many likes, start saying, wow, I got this many likes. I'm so happy that it resonated with this many people, whether that's two people or 2,000 people. Just be very, very careful of your words is what I want to say because your words dictate your reality because it's typically like we don't think when we speak, right? A lot of times until you actively think when you speak, right? So constantly looking at your speech and what is coming up for you in your life is really important. And a lot of times if you're like focusing on lack in one place, you're focusing on lack in a lot of other places and that's going to play a part in your business, right? So focus on what you do have and understand that you're never going to know it all. It's just the way that it is. You are never going to know it all. Honestly, my seven-figure business coaches, they know a ton and they don't know it all. (laughs) We are always just teaching people what we know, what we know to be true at that time. And as you like peel back the layers of your onion, which is like you and just any situation, there's always so many different layers to everything. 
you'll notice like, oh, it wasn't that, it was this. And then, oh, it wasn't this, it was that. And then, oh my goodness, I didn't even know that that existed. Like we're constantly learning as entrepreneurs, especially when we become super successful as defined by whatever success you want it to be. And especially at these higher levels, multiple six-figure levels, we're constantly learning, right? And so the more you learn, the more you feel like you don't know, (laughs) which is also really annoying. And it's also beautiful. And so just acknowledging that you're never going to know it all and you're never going to have it all figured out is really, really important because you're always just sharing what you do know. I had a client the other day who's a one-on-one client and she was like, I don't know if I should share this or not because I'm still going through it. I'm still kind of processing it. And like, I know some people say like, oh, don't process on the internet and all of those things. And while I do think that there are certain things that like, I mean, anything you can 100% silence, but things like our opinions about racism and things like that, like that definitely requires a lot of processing before sharing. And like, if you share before you fully process, it could really, you know, not be a good scenario. And at the end of the day, it's your Instagram, And the more impact you have, the more influence you have, the more you're probably going to offend people. It's just the way it is. And so there's people who like highly, massively disagree with a lot of the things that I say and a lot of the things that I teach. And the fact that they're even paying attention to it means that it's triggering something for them because they actually care to speak on it or anything like that. And that's a beautiful thing. That means I'm growing my impact. Whether you agree with it or not is whatever, but you now have thought about something that was in my brain and that I teach, whether or not you agree with it is irrelevant, right? So making sure that you always just come back to your values. Like, is it important for me to share this? Um, this particular client that I'm talking about said that she's like, I know a lot of people like don't process something that they're going through like death or something like that, or don't share what they're going through like death. And I was just like, well, I share like, When somebody dies in my family, which we've lost a lot of people during COVID, we actually just lost another family member who I was not close with, but my dad was. Um, And of course I could not share. And of course people, you know, might think like, oh, just keep that to yourself until you're ready. And it's like, okay, well, I am ready. This is fine for me. Right. And we don't have to have our Instagram run like everybody else in the world. We don't have to have our business run like everybody else in the world. You get to run it the way that you actually want to run it. And you get to share what you do know. You have an influence, whether it's over 100 people or 100,000 people. You have an influence. You have an influence over those people. So use that influence and share what you do know. And if you're not comfortable sharing something, that's perfectly fine. Again, going back to the Black Lives Matter Um, uproar that it still is a thing and it has been a thing for a very long time right but people were just sharing what they were hearing and things were just being said like oh share something don't share something if you share something and you say it incorrectly you're gonna seem like an idiot and then if you don't share something now you're racist and you're part of the problem and it just became this massive like war against everybody where the only work that needed to be done was like amplifying black people's voices and we still get to do that and most importantly above all is processing for ourselves processing for ourselves for example joe has 
um, always said like the N-word with his friends, like always said the N-word with his friends, black friends, white friends, Indian friends. Like we've always had just a bunch of different types of friends. And so he always thought that it was normal because as long as his black friends were okay with him telling him that (laughs) or saying that word, then he was okay to say it. And recently, like he's kind of like resurfaced that word, not in like a intentionally derogatory way, but that word has come up. And I could never, ever say that word. That's never been a word that I've ever just felt comfortable saying or would say. Um, But his experience was different with it, right? It was more accepted in his friend's circle. And so I'm like, hey, Joe, we're not using that word. So can you change? He's like, oh, shit, thank you. Right? It's just a subconscious thing that he continuously uses that word because it was ingrained in him to be okay. Whereas if I didn't point it out, he wouldn't, you know, know it oh shit, I didn't even realize I said that. Wow, my bad. And then he switches it, right? So is that an uncomfortable story for me to tell? Yes. Is it going to give peace to somebody who knows that they might still be struggling with using that word? Yes. Is it your permission slip to like call people out on it? Fuck yes. (laughs) And that's the work that we get to do, right? That's always the work that we get to do is on ourselves and in our immediate influence, Right? So what you actually say doesn't really matter that much. It's what you do behind the scenes. Right? So share what you do actually know. I know that that is wrong and I'm not 100% on a lot of other things and I'm still learning. Right? So I'm not going to use my platform to share what I do, what I, the things that I don't think that I actually know. Right? I'm going to share what I do know, which that is wrong and I'm going to call them out on it. Right? And share the uncomfortable things and speak out and do my part to be an active ally, right? So you don't need to know it all. You can just know your part in it right now and that's always going to change. And so when we start judging ourselves for the things that we say and we start judging ourselves for how we said it and we start judging ourselves for, oh, this person is like this, but I'm like this and ah, they're better than me, then we don't trust ourselves to actually share what we do know and then we don't grow our impact and then we don't grow our influence. And then... It's harder to build a multiple six-figure business. It just is. Right? We have to trust ourselves, which is the last point I want to make. Trust yourself. Trust yourself. Trust what you do know. Every human that I got on the phone with for Rise and Thrive that didn't sign up or that I didn't think was an appropriate fit basically didn't trust themselves. When it comes to sales, when it comes to sharing something in on social media, when it comes to coaching a client, when it comes to recording a podcast, all we need to do is trust ourselves. All we need to do is trust ourselves. I can give you the strategy, but it's up to you to trust yourself enough to come up with the answers. I can question you. I can give you a bunch of different options for a lead generation plan. We can develop one that feels good for you. But at the end of the day, you have to trust yourself to carry it out. You have to trust yourself to learn as you go. And you have to trust yourself to do because doing is the quickest way to clarity. Action is the quickest way to clarity. Action is the quickest way to getting more clients. Right? So taking on clients before you feel ready is okay. Because honestly, you never feel ready. Like you do feel more ready as you progress and as you work with more clients. But how are you going to get more clients if you don't feel ready enough to actually coach your first clients? Whether that's for free or paid. 
right? But when it comes to building a multiple six-figure business, it's likely that you are going to pivot a bunch of times. It's likely that you are going to shift your content strategy five billion times like I'm doing. It's likely that you're going to create products, some that like do epic and some that are like, no, not so epic, right? But you have to trust yourself to lean into one thing and actually follow through going back to the beginning, right? Lack of trust in yourself will cause you to not show up. Not showing up causes you to not have an influence, right? And then not showing up also allows you or it perpetuates more judgment of yourself. And so it's really important for you to trust yourself. Trust what you do know. Trust that you're making the right decisions. Trust that any decision that you've ever made is actually really, really, really perfect for you, whether you can see it now or not. A lot of times it's just like, oh, well, that didn't work. And that person doesn't know what they're talking about. And they don't work with me. They don't work well with me. I need somebody else. As opposed to like, what did I actually get out of that scenario? For example, I'm leaving the mastermind that I'm currently a part of because the group coaching calls is just not something that I need. It's not something that I really desire. It's not something that I feel like is a really good use of my time. And so I could sit here and like judge myself for like, ah, you should follow through with the contract like you're recommending for people to do. And I'm still working with her. I'm just working with her in a different capacity, right? And so I'm trusting myself to know that this is the right move for me because I've been feeling it for a while and like I've just been feeling into it and stuff like that. And I'm trusting that coming into the mastermind for the first seven months of the year was exactly what I needed. We always get exactly what we need. It's just up to us to trust that that was exactly what we needed instead of judging it. And we always get to ask you know, why, why it was or why it wasn't the thing that we thought we needed or wanted and what aspects of that experience did we actually grow from, right? The ultimate thing about being a multiple six-figure entrepreneur is that we have so many insecurities as humans, like we have so many things that come up for us that prevent us from growing our impact. And when we lean into those things more than we lean into the trust, knowing we're exactly where we're meant to be, knowing that this client's watching me or ideal client is looking at me because they're meant to be here. Oh my goodness, this is amazing. Like we, we don't build the business that we plan to build because we, we psych ourselves out. Right? We psych ourselves out all of the time. And nobody has all of the answers. You just know from experience and you know from what there is, whether you're somebody on like Shark Tank and one of the entrepreneurs there, Mark Cuban, you know, it might seem like he knows all of the answers, but at the end of the day, he doesn't. He's only a human, (laughs) right? So we can't wait till we feel like we know everything. We just have to trust that we know what we know and the right clients will come. My goal is to impact one person every single time I show up. My goal is to get the right clients into the right program so that they can impact the world. They can fulfill their mission. Right? It's not up to me to judge myself and be everything to everybody. I'm a business coach. I give you strategies. I also work through the mindset. But that is the extent of my capabilities. Unless you want like nutrition help too, I can totally prescribe you nutrition help. I just wouldn't advertise that. Right? Nutrition and fitness help. 
right? I'm not your spiritual coach. I am not a person who, um, you know, is going to help you build a massive sunglass brand or something of that nature. I'm your business coach, helping you leverage social media, giving you strategies, helping pick your brain so that you can serve your community. So when it comes to coaching, it is so, so, so easy to feel like you have to be everybody's everything. I have to be your relationship coach. I have to be this. I have to be that. And if my client comes to me where I see something with their relationship, I will question them, you know, or their money mindset. I will question them. Or even with spirituality, I will question them, but that is not what I'm contracted to do, right? And so we have different coaches for different reasons. And it's important to not put all of your expectations into one coach, aka like yourself, right? When you're coaching a client, understand what your zone of genius is and what you are contracted to do. If you end up helping that client in a deeper way or something like that, like that's beautiful, Right? But as a health coach, as a whatever yoga instructor, as whatever it is, like you are contracted to do that one job. Anything else is just a bonus, right? And ultimately you get to determine like, hey, do I know that? Can I help that person with that? Is that in my zone of genius or is it not? Right? And that's one of my favorite reasons for working with different types of coaches, because I get to learn like, oh, this coach helped me with this. And then this coach helped me with this. Beautiful. Now I can actually help my clients with that because I got multiple types of different help. Right. And so it's just really, really, really important to always trust that you're getting the right help at the right time and trust and learn and do the things and follow through with it. And if something's not feeling good or you want something shifted, like I did with my mastermind, like speak up and really communicate with the person you were in the container with or the client, right? If you notice your client like pulling out, if you notice your client like not as engaged, like really, really audit it and really look to see like what's going on and support them. You're ultimately there to support and teach and guide. Again, you don't need to be there everything, but there's probably something else going on and it's not up to you to discover. It's up to them to ask the right person for help and you can guide them to that right person. Right? But if we constantly look at, oh, I can't do that with that person, I can't do that, and I can't do that, we're never actually going to trust ourselves to take on anybody, and then growing your impact in a multiple six-figure business is really fucking difficult <laughs> if you don't trust yourself to help people properly. Right, But you get to stay in your zone of genius. You get to follow through with your commitments. You get to follow through with learning strategies and trying them and seeing what sticks and what doesn't. There's not a single multiple six-figure, multiple seven-figure entrepreneur that I know that has not done things that 100% didn't work. And it's not that somebody told them, like, oh, you seem out of alignment with this. You shouldn't be doing this. Let's do this. Like, no, you get to learn the strategies from your coaches and then you get to discern what works best for you. And trust yourself. And trust yourself. Nobody can instill that trust in you other than you. Right? And then when you trust yourself to do the things in your business, when you lead with service, when you lean into abundance and you thrive in your life, then your business will thrive. More income will come. You will build a multiple six-figure business. And this is one of the main, these all of these mindset hacks and mindset tools, I guess, are the things that I really, really help my clients with who scale from that 5 to 8K mark to 10, 20, 30K months. 
Because yes, there's the strategies. Yes, we get to determine what feels good. And if you've gotten to that 5, 10K mark, you probably have done a lot of different strategies and found out what really worked for you. It's not that one was better than the other. They all work. It's just a matter of what works for you and your belief system, right? And once you're scaling past those, you know, five, 10 K months, you're probably having a team. You're probably outsourcing and it's a lot to manage and it's a lot to organize. And so having systems, having a way of, um, keeping track of different markers in your business, all like the things that we don't really like to do and understanding what platforms to leverage for you and how is really, really key and understanding the missing links to actually getting past that, you know, 10 K month mark. And as this is what I do with my one-on-one clients, which I do have a few spots open. I have a few DMs that we're going back and forth and seeing if they're a good fit. But if that is something you're interested in, I will be taking um, sales calls for this for the next two weeks. We can totally talk and figure out a program that works best for you. We have programs where we meet um, once a month, and then we have programs where we meet um, about like two to five times a month, depending on what uh, program I recommend for you. So it just really depends on where you're at and what level of support you really want and in what type of containers you work best. So you have both group, one-on-one and hybrid um, for my one-on-one clients and people who are at those higher levels. So if that is you, I would love to chat, DM me and... Yeah, I hope you guys got a lot out of this podcast and I hope you guys are going to go home and journal or wherever you are, go and journal about the mindset that you currently have and compare it to the mindset that I just explained um, of building a multiple six-figure business. I hope you guys have an epic day and I will talk to you later.